This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. What's up, Shelb? Oh, you know. Live, laugh, love. Oh, what's up is live, laugh, love. It's giving, living, laughing, loving. <laughs> Wait, I saw Lindsay sent me these. Lindsay sent me screenshots of something that was being sold on Etsy. Yeah. That was like, live, laugh, abortion. <laughs> like, well, and like, in this house, we like, you know, like. I would say laugh, love, abortion. I, live <laughs> with abortion is actually, <laughs> it gets a little tricky, doesn't it? I. It's just so – it's in the font. It's, like, the same people that have Live, Laugh, Love in their house to have, mm-hmm. like, have, like – there was one that really got me that was, like – In this house, we do hugs. Yeah. And we do big laughs. Yeah, it was, We like, do abortions at any stage. It was, like, all of them were just talking about how much they loved abortion, not just that they were cool with it. Yeah. Which I loved. I love it. I love it. I laugh, love. Get pregnant to abort. Abortion, That's laugh, what I love. That's always say. <laughs> That's literally what they think we are doing. That's like right-wing people are like, these people go out and try to get pregnant because they love getting abortions. <laughs> it's like, do you know that it's not a comfortable process? <laughs> and then also it's like completely like. <laughs> Did you know that's actually miserable to be a woman? Did you know it's actually a really huge fucking hassle to go in and have one? Did you know? Um, let's take it down like oh, this. Oh, God. Shelby's getting political. <laughs> you want to go to the dentist. Oh, God, y'all. You move that appointment a hundred times because oh you don't want to go in. She well, the abortion, you gotta go in. You know, Shelby's well, sometimes going you can C-span. do it in a pill. Shelby's going C-span. Sometimes you can do it in a pill. Actually, abortion or dentistry, both. <laughs> you can t- you can get your teeth cleaned with a pill. <laughs> yeah. Or it, well, they don't tell you what the pill's going to do, so you have to be careful. Yeah. It'll either give you an abortion or pill, clean your teeth. There's a pill that does so- something, and it can do stuff with dentistry. Or it can give you an abortion on accident. Do you think dentists? Are you good with the dentist? You don't like the dentist. I hate it. I think they're s- completely psychotic. I think if you chose, and it's no offense, I love all of our little freaks, but if you chose to be a dentist in this world, you are a fucked up individual. There's something very weird about my hometown where like eight people I knew growing up are dentists now. Yeah. Well, it's... I didn't yeah. know that that was like a popular career path. It is. I also know a lot of optometrists. Hmm. Yeah. Well, famously, I don't think they should be allowed to consider themselves doctors. No, foot doctors and eye doctors are not doctors. <laughs> you're not a doctor. Well, <laughs> I'm and dentists aren't doctors either. You're a dentist. Yeah, you're cleaning. You're tooth man. You're a cleaning man. Well, sometimes they have to cut the teeth. You're a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> you're a carpenter. You're a mouth architect, <laughs> if anything. 
I have been thinking about dropping like a lot of money on getting veneers, full veneer set. Well, as I don't know if they know this. Do they know that I have no teeth? Shelby knocked her teeth out and got <laughs> fake teeth. Shelby's teeth are fake. That's why they're so beautiful. <laughs> hey, if you ever want to get uh, insurance to cover some of your veneers, go ahead and knock your teeth out. Oh, God, it makes me so sick to think about <sighs> you in pain. When I think about you in pain. I... <laughs> well, honey, I, did, it didn't, I was unconscious. <laughs> I hate thinking about you in, in peril. Um, well, the podcast is ending. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Look, the well, God, we're, really, we, that was a rip the band aid. Yeah, thing. it's like you just got to let them know because they're <laughs> speculating after last week. Here, here's the language we want to use. And we've thought about. This. And we've thought about how we to had tell a meeting you guys corporate this. with our lawyers. We, our lawyers were involved. <laughs> the current iteration of the Keeping Records podcast after this episode and the next episode, which this episode will be my golden record, <laughs> and the next episode yeah, will be. Baby. The next episode will be Shelby's. True. The current iteration of this podcast is ending. over. I'm done. And ending. I will soon done. Soon done. You're, you've got one more after this, baby. Lick it up. Lick it. You guys better <laughs> lap it up. <laughs> you guys better shove your noses in it you and rub it around. You guys better drink this up like the wine. Drink it up like the blood of a... <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like the blood of Christ. I almost said the blood of a virgin. What the fuck <laughs> was that about? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a ritual, like... Yeah, you better you drink this like a blood forever. of a virgin on the, on the night of the full moon. So the podcast that might... That actually might bring back 10 more episodes, so... Yeah, actually... <laughs> we incite people to start drinking the blood of virgins. Here's what I will say. The podcast might continue in some other iteration other than what it is now. We don't know. Also, people have been pretty active on the, the boards <laughs> saying that they're going to do violence against the company Miata because HeadGum, if, if HeadGum canceled us. HeadGum did not cancel us. We are trying to figure out a different way to do this because of problems that have come up with recording schedules and shit like that. Correct. So don't be mean to the company Miata. Nobody can cancel us. But you can always tag HeadGum and tell them that you love us. That's always on the table. That's always, and you should. And you should. You Even should. if we don't have the podcast anymore, just let them know. Yeah, they should you know that we're like liked. I want well, people to know that people like me. You guys can legally tag anyone and tell them you love me. And me as well. It doesn't have to just be about Caleb. I will say the snacks at HeadGum have been ass the entire time that we've been coming to the studio. There's been like a couple chocolates and like a fruit bar. Truly today we came – oh, and like uh, box water. Today we come in. There's beef jerky. There's cheese sticks. They've got ginger ale now. I mean really the snacks overnight when we said we weren't doing the podcast anymore came up in a way I can't even explain they to you said, guys. They said, wait a second. Caleb and Shelby won't be here maybe. Maybe we make this place bang. <laughs> maybe we maybe we make this place fucking baller and we put beef sticks in the fridge. So when you listen to your other head gum podcast and everyone seems to be in a better mood. Yeah, this is why. <laughs> they are. They are. They're having a blast. And the they're, having the be- they're having the best little time of their life. Oh my God. Shelby, do you know what perennium sunning is? No. What? what? Oh my God, what? I did a perfect perfect. <laughs> Oh, you looked, you looked straight ahead out the, there's, the listeners can't tell, but there's <laughs> windows over here that you look straight ahead out and you said, oh my God, with a scared face. And I got to tell you, in this climate, I wasn't feeling great about it. <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't know what these windows are made out of, but when someone looks straight ahead and says, oh my God, at an entrance, guess how I feel about it right, right now. Not good. But as it turns out, it was about an accident. Shelby, are you familiar with perineum sunning? No. So this is apparently a uh, holistic health practice that I've recently learned about where people... Oh, you sun your asshole. You sun your asshole. <laughs> you put your legs, you spread your legs, and you expose your <laughs> asshole to the sun every day, yeah. and people think it makes them healthy. Can you believe... Is there proof? 
I mean, I guess it can't hurt. <laughs> I guess I can't imagine unless you got like asshole cancer. <laughs> well, actually, dark, <laughs> dark, 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 dark. But um, a lot of skin cancer does originate in the uh, in the asshole. You are fucking lying to me. I'm telling the dead ass truth. Why? My dad just had it. <laughs> Why would it originate in the asshole? Um, it's usually in your GI. Like if it's not presenting on like a mole or anything, it's in your GI. How do you screen for that? You, you get don't. your asshole checked. You don't. You just have to have it. <laughs> so, <laughs> ultimately, I only know that because of uh, what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So. <laughs> well, you guys. <laughs> Well, I'm so excited. Completely shaking. Get out of the mic. The listeners are going to hate that. That's ASMR. That's ASMR. How does it sound? Perfect? It sounds, it sounds good. I like it. <laughs> you also should be using a coaster. Wait, yeah. We should. Table. I couldn't find one. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't find one. One truly three feet away. Don't worry about it. Let's not even worry about it. Um, I Also, just like before we get into the record, I just want to be really clear. Mm. Anya's not in the room today. Anya's not in the room today. That's why the energy is so good. <laughs> Anya's not here to belittle us, fight with us, demean Shelby. So, I have a really good relationship with Anya. It's Shelby <laughs> and Anya that really have a toxic... <laughs> Anya and I like text on the side. Caleb's talking slander. Anya and Shelby have a toxic sort of frenemy situation. And Casey and I have a competitive workplace Sexual. relationship. Oh. Sexual. <laughs> maybe on his part. I will say there are eyeballs sometimes with Casey. Yeah. Where I'm like... You know, drinking, it's like a hot day and I'm drinking a cold glass of water and so it drips down my chin. And Casey, I've, I have noticed him being like, I've seen him do this. I've seen him. His tongue rolls out like a carpet. rolls out like a carpet. I've seen him do stuff like that. Yeah. He goes. Why yada? What I wouldn't give. I I'd, I'd walk across broken glass for five miles for the chance to hold his well, jockstrap. I would walk five hundred miles to lick ice cube off his chin. Just to kiss my friend Caleb on the lips. I would walk that far. So today we're going to be doing my golden record. That's so true. This has been long awaited. And I want to start. Shelby doesn't know any of them. I didn't tell Shelby any of what's going to be on my record. Oh, wait, yes, I did. I literally told you all of them. Oh. Did you remember that and you weren't going to say anything? Yeah. Shelby was willing to lie to you guys. I forgot. I told you at lunch yesterday. I was Ugh. like, oh, I'll just let him have that. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Unless he's added something. I have. Well, I woke up this morning with the thought of one that makes no sense because it's really not a big deal to me. But here we go. <clears throat> the feeling of unrequited love, specifically as communicated by the song I Can Love You Better by The Chicks. Now, Unrequited Love is, in my opinion, one of the most deeply human experiences you can have, and it is uh, inherently queer, no matter who it's happening to, how it's going, and the best way to experience Unrequited Love is, as a gay man, listening to songs by women about men, because this really, this really works, and since we don't get a lot of queer songs, well, we didn't used to, I mean, I guess now we're getting some, when I was growing up, country songs. I'm sneeze coming. It's gone. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I thought it would be louder if I knew it would be that quiet. I would have never interrupted. <laughs> 
country songs by women about men that they wanted to be with that were cheating on them or that were with other women. These are the ways that I processed, um, you know, being gay and having crushes on straight guys who were also with women and not me. So my first thing is I want to hear it, but I know that it's traditionally pretty difficult Baby, to do. So I we're gonna do it from the phone. I can love you better than that. I know how to make you forget do you think, her. Do you think this is the precursor to, um, I could be a better boyfriend than him. I could, do, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't, but here's the oh, song. Oh, I'm going to play it after this. The chicks know what they're doing. Right. Well, okay. Not for me. Mine wasn't good. Theirs was. Yeah. If you're not on your feet right now, I can love you better than that. I know how to make you forget her. All I'm asking is for one little chance. Baby, I can love you. Baby, I can love you better. I mean, it doesn't get better than this. Um, Do you know the song? You don't know the song Better Boyfriend. No. Better Boyfriend? By whom? I can be a better... I can be a better... I'll play it. Because I think that song actually ripped the chicks, and I didn't realize it till this moment. Whoa. Um, now I'm scared. It's called Boyfriend by Dove Cameron. Um, oh, I know Dove. Personally? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, <Fuck>. plagiarism. <laughs> it's different energy, but same vibe. I can't believe we're finally alone. Wait. Mm. She's a beautiful voice. I was gonna say, fuck. Yeah, she. I, I love. <laughs> She's doing music. something vocally that is really impressive. Must have divine this. What am I gonna do? Not grab your wrist. Mm. I love it. Plus all my clothes would fit. <clears throat> well, that was a beautiful song, Shelby. Do you think that the the vibe is the same? It's like, yeah, I can love you better, and it's like I could be a better boyfriend. I I will say also I don't know that they're inherently about unrequited love, but I am placing that onto it. I am placing not only I'm, I'm placing a queer context <clears throat> onto it, and I'm also placing. Well, that one has a queer context. Yeah, I'm this placing, one is actually explicitly pretty. I can love you better. I place a queer context onto because I want to, and I'm placing unrequited love on it. For all we know, this person does love them back or will love them back. I'm placing it into a place where they don't and never will. That's all. That's well, what I'm doing. but I think in the moment of the song, in that moment, what they're capturing is you're with someone else and aren't being with me, and aren't being which with is me, unrequited in some way. Even if even, even if, if they're sort of different. like giving you little breadcrumbs, even if they're breadcrumbing. Well, this does a lot of things, which is fucked up. This does a lot of things for me on my record, which is that it tells aliens about unrequited love, which I think is a deeply essential human experience, mm -hmm. and then also gives them 
the chicks, which... Which, if they're not listening to the chicks by the time they get this record, it's like... <sighs> the chicks are the most important band that has ever uh, existed, and I mean that with my entire chest. The chicks deserve what the Beatles have. Yeah. The chicks are so consequential. They are so important. Their music is so good. Um, Natalie Maines is such an icon. No one, Not enough people are talking about it. So the next thing I'm going to put on here, ooh, Shelby, I'm nervous about what to put next. Okay, well, I put the be- I put the best of human humanity. Now I'm going to put a little bit of the worst. Uh oh. But it's kind of also the best. I am putting on. <laughs> I want this to be something so stupid. The video of the woman at the insurrection at the Capitol saying, "They push me down and mace me." And someone set it to the Animaniacs theme song. So it says, we're Animani, totally insaney. They pushed me down and maced me. Animaniacs. <laughs> this to me illustrates the reason that humanity will fall is because the stupidest, fucking, most useless, brain dead people on earth are making laws. Are making laws <laughs> and are supporting laws and politicians like this woman and everyone who went to the Capitol on January 6th. Unless they were there unrelated. Uh, yeah, on the off chance they were there unrelated, <laughs> peace and blessings. But everyone who was there for the political purpose of stealing Nancy Pelosi's office chair. <laughs> Stapler. In prison. Um, the stupidest people on earth are going to be the reason that literally humanity prison. fails. Literally prison. And uh, I want the aliens to know that we're not all uh, like that. And the reason they know that is because we made the Animaniacs video making fun of this fool. So to me, this showcase is like, oh, there are these awful people, but we're not all like them. Are you afraid... Go ahead. That they'll see that and they'll think that's a real show that we celebrate and love. <laughs> it's a show about this woman. No. Okay. I'm, I'm not because I'm going to include it's sort of how like a museum has the little placard next to the painting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to include a little note that says on January 6th, this a, little bunch, fuck. a bunch of idiot loser morons stormed the Capitol to try and overturn the election in the United States. And... Uh, we made fun of them because they <laughs> suck. And they were unsuccessful this time. They won't be next time. <laughs> I think they're getting better organized the next time they will get it done. But this time, <laughs> this time it was funny. So, in hindsight, yeah, it's funny that they didn't get it done. I think next time it won't be hilarious. I think next time, <laughs> I think next time it'll, this was an extremely goofy movie. Next time it will be hardly goofy at all. <laughs> the next insurrection, I gotta talk to Disney. <laughs> the next insurrection will not be goofy. It It'll will be, be successful. Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> the next insurrection will be organized and successful. But the last one was goofy. Mark my words. The last one was zany, goofy, crazy, cute, flirty, fun. The next one will be really, really spooky. <laughs> Haunted house vibes. Haunted house vibes. It's it's giving new government. <laughs> it's it's giving totalitarian it's giving dictatorship. <laughs> it's yeah, it's giving uh, uh It's giving guy in a skeleton chasing you down the hallways. It's giving bitch. it's giving undemocratically installed fascist right wing leader, bitch. <laughs> and so But I, I do want the wait. aliens to know about the first one. The funny one. Our fu- our funny insurrection. Oh, like my big fat Greek wedding. My big fat goofy insurrection. Oh my god, that actually should be a movie. Okay, okay. Uh, Fuck. Stop uh, the podcast. Someone get Universal on the phone. <laughs> I want that was a record scratch. It goes <laughs> to static. It goes to static, and then it's us just writing on the computer. That'd be iconic, actually. Have we named her yet? <laughs> is she located? Is that she woman being trialed. I don't know if she's being tried. Oh, I hope she is. 
Um, okay, let's move on to a sexual one. Classic with Caleb. Classic with Caleb. I'm going to include, and this is really close to my heart, uh, Brenda Song giving Andrew Garfield a blowjob in the bathroom in the movie a, a Social Network. The reason I'm going to put this on is because I want to do that. Specifically to him? Oh, I would blow Andrew Garfield in a bathroom without question. Okay. Especially he was wearing like a suit. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys, I don't know how much Caleb's really let this loose on the pod. But on Caleb's the type is. I have many types. I have <laughs> but many Caleb's types. Caleb's number one type. Caleb has a lot of types of oh who he thinks is hot. But who he wants to fall in love with, build a family, is like put on a baseball cap, get your glove. <laughs> <laughs> and meet me in the front yard for a game of catch. Please, <laughs> not game of catch. My my type is definitely uh, running down the street to catch the ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, it's like gotta grab some ice cream cones for the kids back at the like house. It's like biggest stress is that the boss is giving them a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb's like all American boy. Caleb's number one type for falling in love is someone who, at least for a period in their life, did the wave thing with their hair. Well, I did the wave <laughs> thing with my hair, so I'm looking for kindred spirits. You did? Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, you guys, yeah, I have many types, and Shelby and <laughs> it's my all other, American boy. <laughs> that is one of my types. I do love. I do love a guy who could star in a rom com. Yeah, I want. I want that moment in that movie is so. Well, first of all, I want the aliens. I want the aliens to understand that one of the most powerful things that we have is blowjobs. Is blowjobs? Blowjobs are so, and oral sex in general, giving head, receiving head. Um, not sixty nine though. If you're sixty nine, grow the fuck up. It's hard to breathe. Receive it's a weird. gift without giving one, and give a gift without receiving one. Right, For like second. take turns. Literally learn to share. Like what is going on? <laughs> we learn this stuff young. It's like it's fucking disgusting. I'm like I'm like smothered, and then also I'm trying to enjoy what's going on for me. It's like this and you is have not... to position weird. Yeah, and we look we look goofy. <laughs> we, so I'm sorry. It is the... one of those times where you're like, if you put a camera above, it does not look. I don't like the way my body looks. I'm also tall, so if you're not as tall as me, there's kind of like a craning effect that has and to I'm go And I'm short, on. so if you're not as short as me, it's When really Shelby and I are 69, it's one of the goofiest <laughs> things you've is, ever seen. It's less of a 69 and more of a 71. <laughs> <laughs> I got to... I gotta, I gotta arch that Caleb neck. seven, and I'm one. I gotta, I gotta crane down to get, to get at that. Um, muff. At two, baby, we're at a seventy-one. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. If I want a face full of muff, I gotta crane down for it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we can't do that at sixty-nine. So, <laughs> oral sex. Oral sex is one of the most crucial. Oral sex is also an incredibly powerful. A uh, political tool. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Take a look at Bill Clinton. Take a look at the Bill Clinton scandal in the 90s. He was getting head and he shouldn't have been. He should not have been. He shouldn't have been doing that. And so, and he shouldn't have lied about it. And it shouldn't have been with Monica. Monica, we stand with you, girl. Monica, you didn't do anything wrong, girl. We love you, girl. We love you. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think I think giving and receiving head is something the aliens need to know about because to the extent that they have genitals, they deserve to give and receive head. What if they don't have any like pleasure points? That would be so fucking Do you think they would be a terrifying. more sound society? <laughs> I feel like if none of us could experience pleasure, we might be cooler. I've actually thought about there are times when I wish I was um asexual. 
I don't. I hope well, that's not focus. offensive. Well, the focus. I would just be so focused, and my life would be so much less. Like I would be so much less uh, turbulent. Is that offensive? I hope someone will tell me if it is. I don't think that it is. I don't think that it is. I'm gonna leave it in, but I mean, let me know in the comments. I don't think. Asexual people, let me know. But it would be <laughs> it would be much more focused. And aliens also, I want them to know that if they are good at it, they can even give us head. I would fuck an alien, maybe. It just really depends on what the whole. Show me what that mouth do. <laughs> well, they would have to show me what the mouth does because I don't know if they have multiple sets of teeth or what's going on over there. It's just really good. But if they have a crazy long tongue, maybe I would do it. something with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Aliens, when you listen to this, show us what that mouth do. Well, show us what the mouth does. <laughs> what's gonna hurt? Well, how? Why not? Okay, moving on. Uh huh. I want to move into a kind of sentimental area. Oh, it's about our friendship. Well, it is about our friendship. Really, truly. And about all of our friendships with our friends. Okay. <laughs> but about ours. I've had many of these moments with you. Um, this is... Oh, fuck, I'm going to cry. Um, I'm not, but did you kind of believe it? Oh, man. Um, we'll do the tight cam on that. <laughs> we'll do the tight cam. Um... Sorry, I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> this is pretty good. Okay, well, no. I want to talk about the feeling when you're having a great moment, like a really special moment with friends, mm -hmm. and you go outside of your body, and you realize that you're having an incredible moment that's worth being remembered. That feeling of being like, oh, I'm in a really good moment. I should remember this. I'm recognizing it as special. I want to hold on to this for times when I'm not feeling good. Um how lucky am I to know these people and to be in this place at this moment? I want I want that feeling. I think that's the best feeling on earth. Yes. I think we talked about it a lot, but when we did Studio 11, yeah. there were times in like the green room where we would just be like, fuck. This is it. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's that, there's that, I guess... I guess part of it is a realization that things get bad again, but uh, <laughs> or that things often are bad. But there's when you are able to be in a moment like our time in Chicago doing comedy with all of our friends, like Studio Eleven. Studio Eleven is a live show that we ran for two years in Chicago together, me and Shelby, um, and it was awesome. And I think when you're able to be in a moment and go, "Oh, I'm not going to look back someday and go, oh, those were the those were the days and we didn't know it.' We fully knew. Like we were like, "This is very special." Yeah. And that was, I think, very lucky for us that we that we fully appreciated it at the time. Yeah, there's something about also just, like, having a good day. Like, uh, not even, like, a good day, like, where you're having the ha – like, like, where you're just, like, with friends all day. You're, like, doing nothing significant, but you're just, like, having a day. Yeah. And then midway through, you're like, this is a good day. Yeah, your body doesn't feel weird. Yeah, you're, you like – You've got enough sleep or whatever. <laughs> like, it's – everything is – everything is copacetic. It's if you're like, drinking, it's, like, you're the right kind of – you're not too drunk. You're not – you're just kind of like, oh, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not – I think also it comes with a – it's a contextual feeling that comes with a certain amount of not having felt that way in a while or a certain amount of not having uh, been grateful in a minute for all the things that you are you are like big picture grateful for. There's just like it's, – it's contextual in a way that like it can't be every day. There's no way for it to be every day. It's yeah. a special day. Like the – when we lived in Boyle Heights and – we were allowed to start seeing people a little bit more again and we would have people in our yard. Mm. Like, I think the first or second time we did that, it was just like, 
oh, this is really special. Yeah. Because we had just moved to LA in the pandemic. It was like, oh, we already have these. <laughs> Why did we do that? That was so weird. <laughs> dum, that was random. Dum, dum, we dum. moved to LA in June random. of 2020. Random sauce. June 2020, perfect time to move across the country, babe. Um, but we were like, oh, we, like, there was like, I remember thinking like, oh, it's cool that we already have this community. Yeah. Because we had enough people to have a group of people in the yard, even though we were locked in our house for the entire time we moved, lived here. And like, we could all have fun for the first time in a long time. And it was like, we were listening to good music. We were like, there was people that we didn't know that well there and people that we like knew in Chicago, but not well, or people we did definitely know well in Chicago. Like that whole mix was just very like, oh wow. Yeah, fun and exciting. Oh wow. Oh wow. 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 So the, the feeling I want the aliens to have is uh, similar to, well, this is a similar feeling, but not the same thing, I don't think. But there's also a feeling that I really love that I've been thinking about a lot lately in terms of like an experience of um, this is a little, this is not as fun and sweet. This is a little, um, when you have felt bad for a while, it could be like a whole, like just in the span of a day or like multiple weeks or months, like whatever your timeline is. But when you've been feeling bad and then you randomly feel good and you remember that you're capable of feeling good and that things aren't always bad. You know what I mean? Like when you're in like – like when I was super depressed in college and I would have like a randomly good day and be like, oh, yeah, I can actually. I can I can. I can be happy. This. Yeah. Yeah. That – because sometimes when you're feeling bad, it really feels like it's forever. So the reminder that it's not, that feeling is like very – um, hopeful and you can't, I don't think you can man- manufacture it. I think it has to like really be, it has to like come to you. Yeah. I don't think any of these, like these like sort of like sentimental moments can really never be terribly manufactured. Whenever someone tries to manufacture it, it's like, Oh, it's no longer fun. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm being, I'm being cast in a play. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't like this. It feels like yeah, not I, real life to me. I'm having a nice time d- doing theater. Yeah. Yeah. I want the aliens to, to know also my view of the world, which is it, is 100% about uh, community. Every The whole point of life is about your peop- like the people around you, the people you love, the people that love you, spending time with each other, doing things with people that, that you love and are happy around. That is the point of our life on Earth, I think, and I want aliens to know that because I don't know what they're doing. Some people think aliens are literally machines, so maybe they wouldn't even understand this. I don't know. Ugh, I hope you guys are machines. I hope you guys have hearts and souls. Please. The other day I was at a Swimply. Love. Love Swimply. Swimply. Free clout for the girlies. Free clout for the girlies. The Uber of pools. Although, guys, don't book them up. <laughs> I want to get in that pool. That, okay. There are a limited number of pools, so you guys don't book them up for real. <laughs> but the one I was at was at like this huge, huge in the hills, like villa. Like had. When we went to? Where you different. scratched your car? Different. Okay. <laughs> different. Different. Actually, can't go back there. Different than the one I scratched my car at. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but I was like, I was like, oh, I want, um, 10 of my closest friends to live in this villa together. Yes. It's big enough where it won't feel like you have a bunch of roommates. You got gorgeous view, gorgeous amenities. Yeah. It's like living at a resort with your friends. Yeah. I often fantasize about buying in LA. There's, in LA, there's a lot of, uh, Properties that have a front house and a back house, and it's permitted that way. Mm-hmm. So you can have like a front house with four bedrooms, a back house with two or three bedrooms. And I often fantasize about uh, buying one of these and just telling all my friends, come live, come live here. Would you charge rent? Well, I would have to. I'm not right. a millionaire. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you guys. I'm just checking in because I was like, I would do. <laughs> but it would be we're paying. You know, we're we're it would be kind of a co-op situation where, yes, the bills have to get paid, but ultimately we're not paying some random person we don't know. We put it in a little bucket. Put it in a little bucket, and then I take it to the bank. <laughs> That's how I pay my rent. This is for the mortgage. <laughs> I go to my landlord's house with a little bucket full That's of cash. That's practically how we paid our rent last time we lived together. We had to drive to fucking Alhambra. You've never mm-hmm. been to Alhambra. Great, great Sichuan food. Miss you, King. That's to my old landlord. That's to my old landlord, who we love. We talked about it on here enough. Our old landlord would literally never speak to me. <laughs> yeah, he. if Shelby and I, if he needed to talk to us, he would talk to me as the man of the house. And if I emailed him, he would respond back to Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby would send an email like, hey, we need this. And he and would... mind you, Caleb paid me rent and I paid from my checkbook mm-hmm. on my, <laughs> bleep his name. But um, um, I paid him. So it wasn't even like Caleb's name was on all the checks. It yeah, was like, but I'm the man. Only my name on the checks ever. You have to understand though that you're a woman and I'm a man. And. And men, we have a special, we have a special connection. <laughs> He would literally, if Shelby would email him, he would start a different email to me to respond and he'd be to like, that email. I heard from Shelby on this, just wanted to check in with you. I was like checking in with my dad. Yeah. Oh. Our maintenance, also the maintenance man that he hired would come over and be like, Where's your girlfriend? To me. And I'd yeah. be like, um, Well, I don't have time to get into this, so she's at the store. <laughs> <laughs> my, girl, my girlfriend's at the store. You have to come out to the store. Oh, yeah, I'm like, Ultimately, my girlfriend's at the store. <laughs> you, I come can't. Out, you come out to him, you go, Oh my God, I can't believe I haven't told you yet. Um, oh, I would love to talk to a, a, a much older man who works in construction and has a hammer in his hands about my sexuality and my home alone. No, just he kidding. Was my girlfriend's at the cats. store. <laughs> he, he does have an really Instagram sweet. for his cat, which was extremely queer of him. <laughs> He was straight, I'm certain, but... Oh, my God, yeah. His Instagram Couldn't presence have been was gay. A man that could not be straighter. Well, a straight man with a gay Instagram presence is pretty much the entire thing right now. That's how things are going. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> we have to go to a break for probably one million ads. Yeah, they love to pay us for ads. Yeah, so we're going to break now. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Welcome, Welcome back! Bark. Eh, why not? We don't have a guest. <laughs> you know what? Welcome, Bark. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it, Bark. Should I try? Yeah. What kind of dog? And what's their emotion? Uh, they're a big and scary dog charged with protecting the property. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are <laughs> shy. <laughs> oh, God. I gave you an impossible task. He sounded I sick. think that was perfect. Do it again. Thank you. Uh, same thing? Uh-huh. I want to see if I got it wrong. Oh? No, that's bad. I was right. <laughs> that's not. Uh, oh? He's also charged with protecting the property. Yeah, but he's really shy. I didn't say Fine. really. Fine. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, actually, because was, that was all in the eyes. Yeah. Which is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> the quiver. The quiver. If you're casting a human to play a dog... <laughs> Go Actually, ahead and get this queer Jewish girl on the roster. Think about how far we've come on the podcast. First episode, we couldn't really talk about your sexuality. <laughs> That's true. First now, episode, I was in the class. Now you're out playing a dog on the pod. That's so beautiful. You're a queer furry. I also was out by the time the first episode released, but I was not out when we recorded it because it was so long before we released it. The recording process was a little strange for that, yeah. Let's when was rock, that? Baby. How long have we been doing the pod? I mean, 75 episodes, but ultimately. June 2020. It was before Holmes moved to LA, but we were in North Hollywood. So two years. Mm-hmm. Two years we've been doing the podcast. Wow. 70, 
it'll be 75 episodes. Wow. Well, this will be 74. 74. I'm supposed to go on a date tonight. I match with this guy. Who, name him. <laughs> well, I don't want to name him, and I also can't give you all the good. He's he's exactly what I'm looking for in many ways, but I can't say how because then it would be very obvious who he like he would be. It would be obvious to him that I'm talking about him. But I'm supposed to go on a date with him tonight. If you think it's you, you're so vain. You're so vain. <laughs> you probably think this, this pot is about you, don't so you? Don't you? You walked in. <laughs> but anyway, everything's going well, like right? It's going well. <laughs> I'm underscoring. <laughs> Conversation's cute, going well. We both we both agree we want to go on a date soon. I'm like, there has to be a catch. He's really cute. Everything's going well. I'm like, there's a catch. I know there's a catch. Well, I Googled him, and it turns out he has a quirky YouTube presence. And so, and I've seen too much. Like, I watched three of the videos. It was quirky beyond belief. And now I don't want to go on the date, and I want to cancel it, and I never want to talk to him again because it's really quirky. And I just knew there was a catch, and I shouldn't have looked because if I didn't Google him, I may have never known that he was being random on YouTube. You were going to know. But now I know, and I don't, like, I still want to fuck him because he's cute, but I'm like. You were going to know at some point. You're being like he's being irreverent. You've had at least like a couple fun nights, and it's not in a fun way. He literally did like a day in the life, and his life is not interesting. (laughs) Like I can't believe. Like if you're a YouTube vlogger, I can't believe I have to go to dinner with him and probably hook up with him. I can't believe I have to sleep with this guy tonight. I like want to cancel, but also (laughs) fuck, you're gonna be in a vlog. He comes to dinner and vlogs me. And you sleep over, which I know is not something you want to do, but you sleep over. And in the, <laughs> in the morning, he goes, hey, I'm just going to quickly do my vlog. You're welcome to like say hi or like whatever. You <laughs> and you have to, he goes, LA is he goes, such a dark place what's up? Date. What's up, YouTube? Remember, hit that, smash that subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to start my morning. I've got a... <sighs> friend here with me and <laughs> Caleb say hi I'm not even performing it's actually making me so sick to think about like <laughs> like I because I've got a oh stop friend here no, stop. <laughs> you're not even that make... far off on the tone you're we're not gonna... even that far off on the tone we're gonna make a quick little breakfast and then probably go walk to a little coffee and then maybe have a little bit of a day I don't know what your plans are but we'll <sighs> check in in a couple of minutes just to tell you what's up but um good morning and I hope you're having a nice one so here's the deal <laughs> I love LA. I love living here so much, genuinely. It's like become my favorite place. I didn't know if I'd like it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Dating in LA is one of the darkest, most random endeavors I've ever gone on. It is horrendous. You just never know when someone's literally going to have a YouTube page and they're going to be on there being random. And that's this guy. And you're right. The tone is just like that. And he's doing <laughs> all this for like a hundred views. I love that. Um, God. I meant to, uh, speaking of the Swimply I was at the other day, Swimply, um, <laughs> Swimply, um, there was a guy, so the house that the Swimply was at also has like a Airbnb situation going on. Of course. And a guy that was staying there like came up while we were in the, at the pool and he was like, hey, I'm staying at the Airbnb. Are you guys having like a private thing? And we were like. Yeah. To the extent that you can't join us, yeah. And he was like, oh, cool. Like, would I be able to join? And we were like, uh, and then it was so awkward to say anything that he just did. And then not only was this guy at the pool, which if he was like sort of binding his own, I would have been like, sure. And he was perfectly sweet, by the way. Was he cute? No. Uh, What was the hesitation? Like, he might have been? 
maybe like he wasn't he wasn't like never, but I wouldn't have been like, oh, you know. Interesting. Was no our waiter from yesterday. Interesting. Oh my god. <laughs> he was no our waiter from yesterday. Our waiter from yesterday was so hot that he gave us probably the worst service I've had in months and I tipped him 30%. <laughs> he was fine. I spilled my sprite F. when he walked up to the table and I felt like I was going to uh pass away. He was like the definition of fine. It was crazy. I hope he's well. Um, he needs to get a different job. I hope he's well. He's bad at serving. He should do another career. He probably has another career. <laughs> he needs career. another career. I hope He probably has another out. one, and that's just a side gig for now. I hope acting modeling takes off, because he can't wait tables to save his but life. But this guy was at the pool with us, and genuinely, like, if you started a conversation with someone, it was 30 seconds before he swam up and joined. <laughs> I could be, like, ah! truly confiding in someone about the darkest moment of my life, and he would be like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Hey, hey, what are you guys talking about? And it was like, what is going on? And I didn't book it, but I guess the person that did wrote like in the review basically being like, had a blast, five stars, whatever. Also, like just a weird thing that happened. And that was unfortunate because yeah. we paid for X amount of people and this guy came for free. And he was like, ugh, he's been here for six weeks and he's done that to all of my swim, please. Well, then do something. I was like, tell him to stop. Do something. Tell him to cut it out. I want to know how cute he was because it would really change things for me. I don't think you would have been into him. Well, you do know. Mm -hmm. You do know what I'm into. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I'm going to say the next thing on my record. Mm -hmm. This is... I'm torn between two. Do you think people are going to think I'm a bitch for not wanting that guy to swim with me? <laughs> no. I think that they're <laughs> going to be on your side. If anything, I think they're going to think I'm weird for thinking that there's like a, cute, a cuteness litmus test that he could have passed <laughs> to be able to swim with us. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. This is the next thing I'm going to do. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Thank you. This is the best all-around album ever released by a human being. Now, notice earlier I said the chicks are the best band. Lauren Hill is the best Individual. solo artist. Uh, she was great in the Fugees, and I love the Fugees, but really, I mean, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, slow jams, club bangers, a, a, a truly artistic meditation on, uh, you know, motherhood, religion, love. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, I'm glad she hasn't put out another album, because I'm dead ass serious. When you put out something this perfect, you should quit. You sound like the people who are, like, pleading with Rihanna. I'm glad she's not making I'm actually music. happy. I want more makeup palettes. <laughs> I'm glad she's not making more music. Keep doing Make the laundry. The underwear, bitch. Keep doing the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep making a laundry for us. <laughs> no, Rihanna, if you want to make more music, you should. You Rihanna, really I would like it. to see more from. You're, you're pretty good at it. So. Well, Rihanna's made incredible music. She hasn't made the perfect album. Right. And Lauren Hill, you did it. Very few Why people have made perfect that? albums. You know who else made a perfect album and people are scared to talk about it? Jason Derulo's debut album. Jason Derulo. You gotta go back Wait, and listen to it. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> pause right there. Jason Derulo. <laughs> Wait, Wait. Hold on. Stop. Hold the presses. Jason Derulo. Yeah. Well, his freshman album is top to bottom a very solid album. People don't want to talk about it because now he's because his on TikTok. TikTok presence is weird. Yeah. Well, you know, people being random on the internet has ruined so much for us. And Jason yeah, Derulo but is Jason Derulo is hanging out with teens on TikTok, and I'm kind of like, get away from them. That's random and goofy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. He has Casey uh, Casey Musgraves Golden Hour. Casey Musgraves did something with Golden Hour. This is an incredible album. Now the follow up album, we don't need to talk about it, but <laughs> Golden Hour was you did it, girl. And who knows? Golden Hour she, no skips. Golden Hour no skips. And by the way, if she had done the Lauren Hill treatment of putting out a perfect album and then quitting. Maybe we wouldn't have gotten Breadwinner. And <laughs> Breadwinner. 
I wouldn't have been mad about not getting that album. I'll say that. But what about her next one might be better? It might be, but we'll never know until, until it, it does. And with Lauren, we don't have to guess. Lauren gave us the perfect album and then peaced. I think Casey Musgraves was hurt by the pressure of having had a perfect album. And I think Lauren might have been. And Lauren was like, well, then why even engage? And Casey was like, I got to power through. Yeah. And I think what we're learning is that maybe either don't power through or take a beat. Take a beat. <laughs> definitely take a beat. I would say definitely take a beat. Because we've seen what happens when you don't. <laughs> and it's... It just isn't doing what it needs to do, but yeah. It's like how the Warren Backstreet Hill. Boys should have stopped after Black and Blue. Is that true? I don't know anything about their discography. I don't know. Black and Blue has the best song ever made, The Call. Oh, God. You and this song. It's so good. I can You have no <laughs> idea what this show hello? relationship hello? with this song hello? has brought me such Let me strife. tell you about the story <laughs> that changed my destiny. Oh. Me and my boys went <laughs> just out of misery. <laughs> Okay. That's pretty much done in front of me. <laughs> Got a little place nearby. That's plenty, oh, Shelby. No. Thank you. Should have said no. Shelby, that's plenty. Thank you. Someone's waiting for me. I said, baby, I'm sorry. Shelby, thank you. That's enough. Just want to tell you, don't it's worry. My it's my record. I will be. <laughs> Don't stay up and wait for me. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> My battery is low. Just so you know, I'm going to a place nearby. Gotta go. Douche, douche. You're saying douche? Doing a drum. Douche, douche, douche. What if they were like, first you gotta douche, douche, douche. Okay. I'm, will, I'm willing to have the conversation. Okay. Yo, are you ready for the next thing on my record? Yes. Beg me for it. <laughs> no, don't. Okay. The next okay. thing on my record is please every <laughs> every performance John Goodman has ever given us. Thank you. John Goodman not only went to the same college as me. John, please. let's stop there for a second. Moment of silence. Well, let's sit with that. John, if you're out there and you're listening to this, and I know that you are, <laughs> please call me. I want to do something with you. I will literally sweep the floors on your next production. Please. I love you. I think you're a genius. I want to work with you. I went to the same school as you even, and I'm also – I'm like you, dude. John Goodman, if you want me to be on your next project, you better come with the right offer. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing hard to get with John Goodman. Yeah, no, it's really smart. Good job, good job, good job, good job. I think business-wise, like, you went one route, and we'll see what works with him. Right. And then if it's it's your thing, then I'll pivot. Mm-hmm. Well, I love him, and every performance he's ever done is iconic. Have you seen him in Community, the show? Yes. That is one of the funniest roles. Everything he steps into gets better because he's there. It's crazy. That's what I want people to say about me. They do. Not even about performance, just in general. Oh, just that you're fun to be around, or... Yeah, like every time I step in the room, it's better. Yeah, I mean, this is about John Goodman, but people do like you. <laughs> <laughs> people like you. I mean, I've been around. I've heard people talk about you. They like you. Y'all heard it here first, folks. Um. <laughs> Somebody come day, get her. <laughs> the other day I was in therapy. So with that. And I... <laughs> Sit with that. I can't. I can't get through daily life without someone talking to me about how to do it. Sit with that. Sit with that. Right after my dad died, my therapist went on maternity leave. (laughs) Sit with that. Your therapist went on maternity leave after your dad died, and while you had COVID. 
<laughs> was truly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hands up icons only let's go boop, 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 boop. therapist absolutely ghosting out on the worst moment of my life let's rock I ladies I am at my dad's funeral with COVID and I cannot contact my therapist by law because she's having a baby which I respect but whatever in this political climate <laughs> I was in therapy with my new therapist, who doesn't know me very well, and because she can't, and I was holding my coffee. I go in now, which is crazy. You go in person? Yeah. Whoa. We wear masks, which I'm kind of like, when will no, we get to stop? stop? <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Do whatever you I'm fine do. with wearing masks, but I'm like, in therapy? It's like, then let's just get on the internet. Right. Anyway. I just had it, so I'm with masks right now. I'm like, oh. And famously, I did too, my dad's funeral. But I... um. I got a little water from, like, the condensation of the glass on my hand, and it was dripping, like, really perfectly down my hand. Yeah. And I didn't realize I did this until she kind of gave me a look of concern, but I, like, stared at it dripping down. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, um, <laughs> I have ADHD. <laughs> it's like, I just got distracted. That's not, that's not ADHD. That's like serial killer shit. That's No, crazy. that's ADHD. I got distracted by something, which is very normal with ADHD. That's crazy. If you did that in front of me, I would run. That's scary. We'll start running. Okay. Let's <laughs> sprint. Do you want to... Um, my, my mom roasted me when I had COVID because I called her and I was stressed out because I was trapped in my hotel room with COVID in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm stuck in this room. It's like a prison. It's a five-star hotel. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, you're fine. Stop. Like, I was truly having a panic attack. Kelly. She was like, you're in a nice hotel with a balcony. Kelly's on my record. She, uh, Kelly's on, should be on everyone's record. Kelly's on the pod. Kelly's on it. Record. Kelly's it. If I had my way, Kelly would, <laughs> would, would come on the pod and be a host with me. My mom, uh, <laughs> I took some work colleagues to dinner with her recently. It's the only way I know how to say it. People you work with, coworkers, that seems weird. Collaborators. To, collaborators. To dinner with my mom, and I had her tell the story of how she's banned from a bar in my hometown because she smashed a beer bottle over a guy's head. And it was a hit. She's literally. An, she's an icon. Literally. It was a literal hit. She's literally a bad It was a hit. She's a bad girl. With the bottle. Well, John Goodman. John Goodman does things right. He does. He seems really nice, too. I he hope does. that's true. Every once in a while, I read a rumor that he's dead, and it uh, makes me want to uh, pass away myself. The day that John Goodman dies, you will need to check in on me. I definitely – it will be the similar – it will be it will be very similar to the day that Philip Seymour Hoffman died, and I was not well. I have a terrible emotional connection to Philip Seymour Hoffman. I really did. I don't. I, I. I. can't place what it's about. I really. I just. I loved him so much. I think what's unfortunate about him, <laughs> to call this the thing that's unfortunate about his passing is insane. Yeah. But is that I always associate his passing with Hunger Games because it was the thing that released after he died, and I'm yeah. always like, Phillips, you are the guy from Hunger Games, and it's like that is sucks. massive career. That is that. sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. I love everything he ever did. He also could go on the record in a way. <clears throat> about the Hunger Games thing. Yeah, in regards to the Hunger <laughs> Games thing. I only have one more thing to put on my record. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Um, I am putting on the 2006 film The Breakup starring Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Now, I'm doing this not only because it's set in Chicago, which I think the aliens need to know about. Chicago's a perfect city. Wouldn't change a thing. Kidding. There are things to change politically. But it is a beautiful place. 
It's funny. There's some really funny scenes in there. It's a really delightful thing to watch. You can rewatch it a million times. It never gets old. But even more importantly, it speaks to a deeply human phenomenon that we still don't understand fully, which is that an ugly guy can be with a very hot girl if he's funny enough. And this is something that only exists in the straight community. Gay people don't get down like this. You have to really, really work hard if you want to Gay be... men. Lesbians get down like that. Do they? Yeah. Funny, specifically? I'm thinking like good at writing letters or building <laughs> shelves. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Funny. Funny, specifically? Caleb just attacked me. <laughs> I... <laughs> Funny, Caleb just attacked me, specifically. Um... You're in a same hotness relationship, so we can't speak about you in this regard. Now, if you want to speak about other people, you're welcome to. Um, no, I think, like... Gay men do not get down like this. I'm, ha- I'm happy making that decision. I think um, lesbians are, like, more often, not all, and there are there's, like, a community of lesbians who are very not this way. Yeah. But I think, overall, the community is, like... Um, personality is like the thing yeah god i need to be a lesbian (laughs) we gay men can't know true liberation until we get the straight woman disease of being attracted all lesbians are demisexual (laughs) i've said this demisexual which one is that that's the one where you are you can't be sexually attracted until you like are emotionally attracted. now i heard everything no i'm kidding that seems valid um (laughs) it's just a new phrase for me um yeah, gay men don't have this. And I think it's a deeply, deeply um, confusing thing that happens mostly for straight men and women. So, Because also I will say this. A lot of lesbians, even if funny, have other redeeming qualities. A lot of straight men who get hot girls are only funny and then have nothing else going on. True. Vince Vaughn, I well, know a lot of straight women that are into him. Yeah, there's gonna, so there's this, this argument always comes up. Is Vince Vaughn ugly? Folks... He is. And I'm not attracted to him. I just watched Dodgeball <laughs> over again, which, by the way, doesn't hold up. How not? There's, I, there's just some stuff. Does the premise hold up? Sure. Sure. Is there a lot of fat phobia going on? That's 100%. Funny. That's funny. Is there one trans joke that I don't think should exist? Yeah. Yes. I would cut the trans joke. Um, yeah. There's just some stuff. Yeah. I would leave the fat phobia stuff because it's funny. Sorry. Sorry, no, I would cut it. I don't know. It ben depends. Stiller in the fat suit at the end could get cut. Ben Stiller in the fat suit. Uh, fat suits don't always bother me the way that they do some fat people. That that one where he's like covered in filth and like. Well, that's like fat. Ba- it's like they took the one from Fat Bastard. Yeah, that in the way that they're portraying him as like sitting in this like gross armchair and like binging. That is actually fucking disgusting and like weird that they did that. I just talked about this movie with someone, but. That ending, it's like we already saw him get his and we were happy with We were satisfied with that. Yeah. And then the movie was like, no, we have to really let him have it. Now he's also fat. Right. Because it's, be- like, it's the biggest insult. It's like you, if, he was, if he was still beautiful and had nothing, that wouldn't be enough. He needs to have nothing and also be like undesirable, which the, only, the best way to be undesirable is to be fat. It's re- it, the, the, I can't even actually – I can't even actually in an earnest way get into fat phobia right now because it's so – I was talking about it last night with some of our friends. It's it's insane. People really hate fat people. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy in a cool way, girl. <laughs> I Kooky, love it. crazy, awesome stuff. When I but see a fat person, I hate them. There was like no, one I'm shot sorry. of Vince Vaughn that I was like, oh, okay. In but then Yeah. Was, there was, he, like, was he in the uniform? Because that could have just been a uniform cape. No. I actually think he looked terrible in the uniform. Okay. But there was a moment in – 
Average Joe's gym where he's like walking and he's like saying hi to everyone, being kind of interior like interior Average Joe's gym day. <laughs> yeah, inter- int period. Average Joe's gym day. Oh, screenwriter, screenwriter, screenwriter. <laughs> higher, higher please them. for the love of God. Um, them. them. <laughs> <laughs> higher um, them. Her. <laughs> or whatever. Um, hey, but um, there's like one shot where I particularly remember watching it and going. And then I was like, oh, it's gone. It was yeah. like for a second, I was like, I get, I don't get it anymore. Like, I, it's like, shooting star. it's like one of those times where like you have full mental clarity for a second and then it completely goes away. But for a second, I was like, oh, ah. his lips, his nose, something was happening. And then it went away. And I said, no, he's not good looking. I wouldn't fuck him. But for a second, I would, which is scary because it's like if he caught me at the right second, <laughs> I might fuck him. Yeah. But then if he caught me at the wrong second, it would be like, absolutely not. Yeah, so he's ugly. I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry if that's like the way you would describe an ugly person textbook. <laughs> to be like, oh, there was a second in the right lighting t- 10, 12 years ago in the perfect moment for only an instant where it's like, yeah, that's an ugly person. Um, Kill Mary. There's no fuck in this. Jason Siegel, Vince Vaughn. Um, <laughs> I'm going to marry Jason Siegel and kill Vince Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. I, they're to me two comparable people where the same people are attracted to both of them. The same people aren't attracted to either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hey, um, this was my record. We'll say more about the breakup. I think you had more to say about it. Oh, no. I just really think it's a funny, good movie, and I I think it never gets old. Oh. That's all there is to say. It's iconic. They should be seeing more rom-coms, too. Also, here's the thing. I would want them to have a precedent of, like, five other rom-coms because that one played with me a little bit more. The breakup. Like, I wasn't as sure of the ending as I have been on the Oh, yeah. And I also don't agree with the ending. Well, me either. I want them to get back together. Me too. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they don't. But um, if they were, if aliens were to see like five standard classic rom coms before that one, they would then get the shock of being like, wait, they broke the formula. And I'm going to add one extra thing to my records. <laughs> I woke up this morning, and the first thing that came to my mind when I woke up was, this needs to be on your record. Don't know why. Don't really ever listen to this song. But here it is. It's not trash in the camp, but it has the vibe. This would be a good phone alarm. What I want. So to me, I think the reason this came to my mind is because, um, I mean, obviously, what are we all doing on Earth? To, there is no point of human life, I don't think, but to the extent that there is, it's to get money. That's what I want. That's what I want. People, everyone wants money. What I want. Yeah, yeah. Wait, do a mashup. Do a mashup. Do a mashup. Yeah, yeah. I, I told... I. Uh, I told Katie yesterday that I was almost going to send her a voice on me doing that because I keep it keeps in my head. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Do I a mashup to... though with those two. Maybe I will. I can't do it right now. <laughs> Caleb. Maybe I will. I can't do it right now, but like maybe I will. I'm freaking out. Hey, do you have any questions for me 
about my record or about um, anything else. This is my record. This is our second to last episode. <sighs> Has this podcast made you believe in aliens any more or less? Yeah. Which one? I'll never tell. No, it has made me believe in aliens more. Wow. I think I'm more likely to believe in them. Because if they're not there, really, what do we do this for? (laughs) (laughs) What was this for? Humans? Please. Would you put the experience of making this podcast with me on your record? Yeah. Liar. I would put the experience of doing anything with you on my record. I could sit in a room just Listeners are sobbing. I could sit in the room just the two of us just talking and I would put that on my record. As we go on. They're sobbing. Do you know what's really funny? My senior year of high school. Go ahead. My senior year of high school, every time me and my friends hung out, I would play a different, like, sad song about time passing, and everyone hated it, especially the girls. I've put on, like, you know, like, what's that one that's, like, another turning point, a fork stuck in the road, time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go, so make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Play that all the time. I've told you about cry circles, right? Yes, you've told me about cry circles. <laughs> and that's all you get. <laughs> and that's all you get. Keep, keep lapping up these episodes. You get this one and another one. I, I want to leave one thing more for the aliens. I want to say one more thing to them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Aliens. Uh, this is on my record. I put this thing on my record. Put me saying this. This is like Jimmy Carter talking. Yeah, but this is mine. Aliens. I don't know what humanity was for. I don't know why it exists. I think maybe there's a God, but if there is, that, then they were in charge of you guys too. And that's hard to comprehend. There is no point of human life, probably, because if there is a God, they're not the kind from the books where they care about um, what we do. But <laughs> if there is a point to human life, we get to decide what it is. And I think that it's being in love with your friends and family and anyone that you else want to bring into that. And we will do the same to you if you come to earth in any way that you want. And if there is a God, they are responsible for you. And if they don't send you here, then I understand why they wouldn't want to Amen. Amen. This episode was brought to you by Good Vibes and saying goodbye. (laughs) This episode was brought to you by the concept of this (laughs) podcast ending soon. This episode was brought to you by... (laughs) Oh. That was me being sad. God. What's up? You're an incredible actress. (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody cast them. It's so I don't know why I said it by accident earlier, but now it's kind of funny to me. So we're just like Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras now. That was a hit gum original. <laughs>